Talk Back Matters. Mark's life was chaos from as early as he can remember. And then one day, God spoke to him out of the chaos. It was quite an extraordinary event. He wrote about it in his book called Marked by Mercy by Mark Johnston. Mark shares a tiny bit of that story. Well, the memories I have is, um, you know, it was bought, like I was around pubs a lot. So, you know, as kids, we were left home a lot by ourselves. Were your parents working? No. My dad um, didn't want nothing to do with me because he split up with my mum. Right. He was a working man. He's quite well off. Um, But my mum was just basically a single mum and a full-blown alcoholic for like 35 years. Binge drinker, you know. What's your earliest memory of that? Well, see, this is the thing I tried to, in my book, you know, I tried to have a chat with my mum as to my life as a little guy, you know, where I lived and what was going on, and she can't even remember she was that drunk. Oh, wow. So I just tried to regather information as best as I could. Wow. How young were you that, you know? I was young as I remember, mate. Yeah. And where did that take you? What journey did it take you on? Well, initially I was good at sports as well. Um, at the age of eight or around nine years old, they had the spectators from Sydney come down to Ningen and my, my mother just met, she was with a guy, my stepfather, and basically they wanted, they said that I had so much potential, they wanted me to move to Sydney to put me in the school squad for rugby league. Yeah. And she said no, um, and she continued to drink. So at school, I knew something was wrong. I felt like I was less than other people. I felt like um, I felt like a scab. I felt, you know, like I always had to look to get my needs met. Yeah. And because mum was always drinking, um, I'd be out of the house a lot anyway. And so... Um, How long did this chaos go on for in your life? Mate, it could have went on for five, six years. This is the sad thing, mate. We went and lived in a shed, you know what I mean? Like, we went from place to place, but we're, we're living at the back of a shed at the back of my auntie's house, and, and that's when they were just drinking and partying on there as well. They had a barbecue to cook the food and the sink inside, and, you know, they had a dunk pool and bands playing out the back, so my family were country music singers. Right. Yeah, so they used to just have parties all the time at houses, at pubs, rivers, parks. It was just big drunk fest. Yeah, um, and that was half of where my, my my heart was wounded and grieved because I'd go home and not even know where my mum was half the time. So I'd actually have to scatter around town to find where she was. Mm. How did this uh, affect you as an adult? Oh, it affected me a lot, mate. I... Um, I left my body when I was about maybe 12 years old in the caravan. How do you mean? Um, I, I died, oh. and I could see myself outside of my body, and I couldn't see myself because I was a spirit, but I was, it's like my thoughts were speaking, and I said, oh, what are you doing down there? I could actually see myself sitting in the caravan. I thought, oh, what are you doing down there? And the next thing you know, I didn't even realize, I come back into my body and didn't realise that I just left it. And then I ended up in seven drug-induced comas by the age of 19. Mm. Yeah, so they'd find me on the street, they'd find me OD'd. Um, I'd roam the streets at night by myself. 
I'd be driving around in the car with the front windscreen knocked out one night, and, you know, just jumping out and just smashing people on the street. And You know what I mean? I just had this real hatred in me. I just got to this point where I just wanted to kill people. I wanted to kill myself and I didn't want to live. And Yeah, and the worst day my mum said she's ever seen was when they put me into the seventh drug-induced coma and she said I was just tied down like a wild animal. I was uncontrollable. I was delirious. And uh, basically, if I was to come back, I was going to be a permanent vegetable. Right. That's just the first half of my life. I had an encounter uh, from the Bible because I couldn't read properly. And uh, everyone tried to get me to go to church and I didn't want a bar of it. Yep. So this guy started quoting the scripture to me one day. And I just, I thought, you know, I, I want I want to know what this guy knows because that same guy, because my first introduction to the Bible was shooting up speed with him. Right. And he preached to me from the Bible. How could that be? Oh, because he was just high and he, I don't know, he must have had an encounter prior with God and he opens the Bible, we're high. So yeah, let's talk about the Bible, I don't care. Bizarre. Yeah, and uh, he's the same guy that come down and quoted the Bible to me. And then... um. So I rode home, and I, I thought it was a book of Psalms. I found out it was a book of Psalms. Mm. <laughs> and I'm reading through, and um, I'm in Psalms chapter 72. Verse, as I'm reading through, I hit verse 14, and a person spoke to me personally the words off the page. And he said he was going to rescue me from oppression, violence, and fraud because my blood was precious in his sight. Wow. And that's when I picked up the Bible, and it was probably the first book I remember reading wow, out of all books. That's extraordinary to come across that. Yeah, it was amazing. It, the, the words didn't pop off the page. He actually personally, I felt a face look at me and speak to me personally, those words into my being. I actually felt his eyes looking into my eyes. Tell us that verse slowly again. Oh, Psalm 72, chapter 72, verse 14. Yeah. It says, He will rescue me from oppression, violence and fraud, for my blood was precious in his sight. He actually personally told me that my blood was precious to him. Wow. It wasn't a Bible verse. He actually told me my blood was precious. That's a bit of Mark's story. Today he is clean, he has peace, and he is a walking testimony to the reality of how Jesus can transform a life. You can read his story in his book, Marked by Mercy, by Mark Johnston.